Welcome to DLS Central. That's right. That's right. Talking sports, talking NFL. Uh, we're going to talk a little uh, NBA, going to talk a little Survivor Series uh, going on. So, um, and maybe a little box, who knows? But uh, definitely going to start with the NFL. And so, week 11, week 11, um, I think, is gave us more. Um, of a picture of who's contenders and who's pretenders. And one of the main team sets a contender is the Patriots because they took care of business against the Falcons. I mean, they blanked them Um, really bad outing for the Falcons, by the way. I mean, (laughs) they at home too. And so that was, that was hard to watch. I mean, I think for, for, um, for Atlanta fans, the 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 thing you can you can hang your hat on is that hey, you're World Series champs because the the Falcons are are not bringing joy to the city. I tell you that. Um, I mean, they they totally got outclassed by the Patriots. I actually thought it was going to be a little competitive, but they couldn't do anything. I mean, the Patriots just really dominated them on defense, especially it was it was a, a defensive showcase. And, but that's Belichick, though. Belichick is is a defensive coach. He's a strategist. He knows how to take away what you like to do well and use it to his advantage. Uh, and they certainly took away anything that they wanted to do or tried to do. And, it, and the sad part is they all three of the Falcons quarterbacks threw interceptions. <laughs> That was the saddest sequence um, in the game. That that was really sad. So it's like you, you take Matt Ryan out. Matt Ryan goes out. And you bring in the second string quarterback. He comes in. And uh, who is it? Yeah, it was Josh Rosen. And so Rosen comes in. Immediately throws an interception, like immediately, and so that didn't go well. Then they bring in Franks, and he throws it. <laughs> it was the most. It was like watching a movie. It didn't seem like it was real life. That that's really what that was about. It did not feel like it was real life, but it really happened, and. I mean, Patriots, they just, they dominated all phases of the game. And it's not like Mac Jones just took over and, 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 and just shredded him like he shredded my Cleveland Browns. Um, but again, he, you know, he did what he's supposed to do, manage the game, you know, keep, make sure the team is, is getting positive yardage and put in situations where they can actually put points on the board. And, and uh, you know, and he did that. He did have the one pick, but other than that, he was pretty solid. He only missed four passes. You know, twenty two for twenty six, two oh seven. I mean, that that's a good game from from Mac. Um, but really, it was just about that defense just locking down the Falcons. And the Patriots now sit at seven and four, and they look legit. I mean, when you look at their schedule, though. 
they they still have some some turbulence coming up in this next stretch. I think December is really going to teach us um, really where they're at because they got they got to play uh, they got to play Tennessee uh, this Sunday. They got Buffalo, then they got a bye, then they got Indianapolis, and then Buffalo again. So they play Buffalo twice in December. You got to play a, a tough Colts team, and you got to play Tennessee, who you know has a pretty good record. Uh, you know, even though they're again they're missing Derrick Henry, but Tennessee is a is a team that's going to be there in the playoffs. So. December is either going to be really kind to the Patriots or it's going to be really rough for the Patriots. Uh, so we'll, we'll see whether they stay uh, contenders or whether that the, those contender vibes fade away. Now, another team that's looking less and less like a contender, more like a pretender, is the Bills. Because the Colts, who are surprisingly looking like contenders now, <laughs> just beat them up in Buffalo. I mean, 41 to 15, that is not um, what, what we expected to happen with Buffalo um, when we started the season. I mean, it looked like they were going to really go deep into the playoffs and potentially maybe even be a Super Bowl team. But they're really falling off the wagon hard. I mean, Colts jumped out to that 14-point lead in the first quarter and just never looked back. They just just piled them on. They they didn't cool off until the third quarter. But, I mean, the, not the third quarter, the fourth quarter. But by then, the damage was done. I mean, Carson Wentz, he didn't have necessarily a great game. Um, but, again, everything else that – that uh the the coast did was great and uh Jonathan Taylor man he the man had four touchdowns <laughs> if, if you had him in fantasy you were winning big time so Colts they they look good they look good they're 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 getting more and more confidence as this season progresses and and the Bills man they they need to get it together because Everybody's gunning for them. I think that's the thing. It's like people are playing them good because, like, hard because again, they they had such a great showing last year, and so because of that, people are bringing their best at them, and so they can't just expect these games uh, to be cakewalks. I mean, they they have a chance to right the ship against New Orleans, but again, you know, we went over New England scheduled. They got to see New England twice. Now, this team that got beat up by the Colts, if they can't beat the Colts, I don't like their chances against the Patriots. Um, and then, again, they got to play Tampa Bay in December, too, which is which is tough. That's going to be a tough game. So, Bills, they they got an interesting road ahead. Um, December may not be kind to them either. So, But we're, we're going to keep watch on this one. But a lot of interesting developments. Now the Ravens Bears game that that game was crazy. Both teams tried to give the game away. <laughs> Nobody wanted to win this game, but the Bears found a way to lose it, and that, I think that's what really kind of infuriated me because they fought and clawed and did everything they could to hang with the Ravens. I mean, the, in in all actuality, 
they shouldn't even be competitive with them. But because the Ravens are so sloppy, they they are able to stay, you know, lock and step with them. And then they just the, the problem with the Bears is they just they allowed them a late touchdown. And you don't even have you didn't even have Lamar. And you would think that that would actually help them win. They almost won it. But Huntley came through and, you know, the Ravens won. It's just it's a game that they really pulled out of their behind, you know, to to win. And I think if you're the Bears, there are a couple of these games where just like the Minnesota Vikings, where you look at it and it's like, how did we lose this game? And I think for the Ravens, they've had a couple of, of games where it's like, I'm glad we won, but I don't know how we did it. And now the Ravens, they play the Browns. They play they play my team twice. I'm afraid because the Ravens, I think they, they pose matchup problems for my Browns. The good news for my Browns, who we're going to talk about, um, is the fact that they're, they're getting Chubb back. So that's great. Well, no, they already have Chubb back. They're getting Kareem Hunt back, so now we 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 have our two our our two running back tandem, uh, you know, back once again, and and along with our tackle. So hopefully, hopefully, this actually is a benefit uh, for our team because we're really struggling at the moment to to get points on the board. I mean, we we got thirteen. This week against a Lions team that's still winless, but we we shouldn't have struggled that much against Detroit. Um, and then, of course, we got killed by the Patriots last week. Only you know only scored seven in that game. So, just it hasn't been necessarily a great couple of weeks for us. I'm glad we got the W against the Lions um, on Sunday, but it it definitely wasn't a pretty game. It wasn't a it wasn't a a game that we need to write home about. It was it, the fact that we had to escape with that win was very telling. Uh, I like Baker Mayfield. I I think he's he's a good quarterback. But the the more I watch him play, I, I think that he he's his own worst enemy at times. Um, and I say that because he shouldn't be out there. The man's got several injuries that he's playing through, and I know it's football, but he's your if if he's your franchise quarterback. The man's got a torn labrum. He's he's his 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 knees hurt. Like I mean, it's and it's not like that offensive line is great. So you're he's really in harm's way out there. He's he's not himself. They just need to sit him down. Let Case Keenum play. Um, and but I I should I really do think that they should assure him that hey man you're good you know and and we want you here in Cleveland because I know while there are so many fans that are ragging on Baker Mayfield the truth of the matter is Baker Mayfield is the best quarterback we've had in twenty years <laughs> so that's the truth of the matter um, and with with what we we finally have a competitive team we've got receivers we've got running backs you know uh got a, a you know I feel like Baker's a competent quarterback we've got a defense that can actually do things 
I think we're we're a good team, but we just don't always show our our goodness. And for for Baker, he he's a tenacious guy. Nobody's nobody's putting his toughness into question. It's his it's his ability. It's his it's his uh, skill level that people are putting into question. And again, just like I said before, if he wants to silence the noise. He's got to to make plays when they matter. Make plays when they're important. Throw throw some some uh, some touchdowns that actually seal the win uh, for your team. Make some plays on those third downs that keep the drive going. That 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 you need to get if you need a third and five late in the fourth quarter. He needs to be able to make those throws. He needs to be able to 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 be on time with the receivers, catching them right in, in the spots where they need to catch them, and and not putting, not overthrowing or underthrowing the ball. It's his accuracy that's called into question, and it's his it's his his awareness at times that's coming into question, and and trying to do too much. And he ain't alone in it because Russell Wilson has the same issue. I love Russ, but Russ because he he has to be the the offense for Seattle. He'll instead of just going down and and living to fight to to play another play another down rather. Um, he tries to to make a circus throw just like Mahomes does too sometimes, and it gets picked off. Baker same way, um, you know, but. He's gotta he's gotta be better uh, with the football. And so we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens uh when they play Baltimore. I want them to win that game. Um, but again, I Lamar's gonna be back. I'm just I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I'm concerned about my Browns chances, but we'll we'll get to that in a moment. But bottom line, I didn't like the win, but I'm glad they won because it keeps them in the hunt, um, especially with the Ravens being seven and three, um, and the Steelers. They found a way to to uh, well, they they lost against the Chargers. They're five and four, uh, but they're they're not that far behind us. Bengals are have the same like are six and four. We're six and five, so we're we're pretty. It's it's still neck and neck in the AFC North, so I need my Browns to 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 beat Baltimore. If we can even split one of these games, we'll do ourselves a huge favor. Um, I I feel like we have a better chance of beating them on our home field than we do in Baltimore. But stay tuned for that. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that 
really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. You want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme. Dot com. It's time for music. Titans lost a bizarre one to the Texans. I, I never thought that uh, that the Texans would win a game here, but they figured out a way to pull one out against the the supposed the the supposed to be strong titans i mean again it just just goes to show you that you know any given sunday just like the movie you know someone can win and the plus for the texans um is that they got tyrod taylor back um he wasn't crisp only had 170 yards passing didn't make a didn't throw a pick but he really didn't do much in the passing game. Um, and he was their leading rusher with 28 yards, which is bad. But he got two TDs. He got both their touchdowns. And so that's something. But the big story was that Tannehill threw four touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, not four touchdowns, four interceptions, which created the opportunity for the Texans to to be able to, to win this game uh, because – I mean, again, he just he made so many mistakes and you can't win if you're throwing that many interceptions. So this is a terrible game by the by the Titans. Uh, Hopefully that's an anomaly. I mean, they're they're eight and three, but that was supposed to be a layup game for them uh, to really kind of put their stamp on that division and be nine and three. But now they're eight and three Um, doesn't really change things that much, but. When you look at it, it's like you pick that game to have a mental lapse. You you, you want to win games against teams that you're supposed to beat. So that was a, a weird loss for them on that one. Vikings-Packers, I'm surprised by the outcome, uh, mainly because I actually thought that the Vikings would come out on the losing end of this one. I knew it was going to be competitive, but near the end, it was – it looked like it was a game that the Packers would pull out, you know, a win on like they normally do because of how close it is. And it's like, uh, this doesn't favor uh, the 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 Vikings here. It really favors the Packers. But and I mean, and and Rodgers, he he had an Aaron Rodgers game, four touchdowns, three hundred eighty five yards passing. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a great game. He didn't turn the ball over either. It just came down to, at the end, the Vikings figured out a way uh, to 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 win this game. It just it, it it was surprising to see that they actually won one because when you look at their season thus far, they've been on the losing end of most of these of, of most of the games where there's an end in this situation. So it, it's nice to see them win one. Um, it doesn't doesn't really hurt the Packers that much, um, because they're still winning that division. There's no one that's gonna that's gonna be able to to overtake them in the NFC North. It's just a matter of 
uh, footing for the playoffs at this point for for Green Bay. You don't want to lose any ground, especially in the NFC where it's really weird. So Packers, they probably would have loved to win that game, but it was a good win for the Vikings. Dolphins beat the Jets. I'm glad they won that game. Again, I felt like the Dolphins are are a little better uh, than the Jets are. Um, that's not really saying much because uh, both teams aren't good, but Dolphins were supposed to win that game. Uh, the Eagles, I had a feeling, and I'm so glad to be right. I had a feeling that the Eagles are going to beat the Saints, uh, just because they're the Eagles are a scary team. Like they they play hard against everybody. They have weapons that can actually make noise. Um, and their, their main thing is just making mistakes that, that, that kill their momentum. And, but if they don't do that and they just continue to score, I mean, Eagles are a threat to anybody. To me, if, if the Eagles found a way to get in the hunt and, and, and earn a wild card game, I think they're probably the most dangerous team they're probably the most dangerous team because you just they're really unpredictable and you you're gonna like whoever played would play them would have to really be on their p's and q's and play sound of football uh, because the eagles they they can run it up they can put points on the board uh it, it just is one of those things where you have to you have to outscore philadelphia now washington Again, they're winning these games. They they beat the Panthers just like they beat, you know, they they turn around and beat the Bucks. They they win these these games that you really don't think that they should be able to win. And especially with what they have to work with, they just they find a way to win. They had Cam, Cam looked good, but uh, at least for, at the start of the game, but then it's just from a from a defensive standpoint, the Panthers just went to sleep and, and allowed Washington to steal this game. Uh, Washington's not making any noise in in the playoffs or anything like that, but it's 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 cool to see them have some fight. And again, the Panthers they just continue to skid. They look promising, but now they're more likely not going to make the playoffs. Now the Niners took care of the Jags like they were supposed to, uh, because I. The Niners aren't a terrible team. Um, to me, they're a middle of the road team, but they're 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 aggressive, and they 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 do have weapons that they can utilize. And so, this was a game where they just need to take care of business against the Jags. Jags don't have much to offer, and it it was a game where it didn't need to be close. Now, another game that wasn't close was the Bengals. Bengals whipped up on the Raiders. Raiders are in a tailspin right now. Um, and so if you're catching this Raiders team and, and you're a team especially looking to to gain some ground, you're you're probably uh you probably have a good chance of, of getting a victory here. Because again, they've lost so they they've lost some some pieces that were really uh, helping them to 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 be a formidable team. Uh, in the AFC West, but now they're just they're 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 really in a situation where they're crashing, uh, and the Bengals were able to bounce back, get a much needed win to stay in step with that AFC North division. 
And so good game, a good win, needed win for the Bengals. The Chiefs beat the Cowboys. This was a game that um, is not – I still don't want to say the Chiefs are back. I mean, they, they needed that win more than the Cowboys needed it. Um, but it doesn't mean that that they're – they're back by any means because they still showed a lot of a lot of uh sloppiness a lot of inconsistency and but the the problem is i guess the the good news for them rather is that the cowboys were were sloppier and were more out of sync than anything they just they couldn't figure out how to get a rhythm going and the, to me the the score should have been bigger if the Chiefs didn't have uh, the issues that they're having. Um, but, again, a good win by the Chiefs. They needed it. I think it was more, it was definitely more valuable for them. Uh, but now we could see what they look like going forward. Uh, Cardinals continue to, to have the best record in the league and extend to 9-2. and two. Um, I think they're the only team in the league with nine wins at this point of the uh of the season and they they needed to take care of business against the Seahawks. Seahawks are yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're not going to do anything serious at this point. They really need to to go back to the drawing board and and start over because the the Legion of Boom era is over and I, I think that the Seahawks really need to get a new identity. Um and oddly enough, they might need to trade Russell Russell Wilson. I mean, to me, I mean, if I'm Russell, I, I don't like the Seahawks are aren't necessarily going to be great for a while. So, hey, get to a contender. There are plenty of other teams that could utilize Russell Wilson's services. Uh, so, uh, I'd I'd trade him while he's still got some great years left and you can probably get a lot of pieces for him uh, because again that that division right now um it it belongs to the Cardinals and it belongs to the Rams so what I mean if the Rams won it but it's those really are their competition. I just I don't see the Seahawks being able to um, to do anything anytime soon uh, to kind of regain their their former glory. Um, and they again they need to go back to the drawing board and reestablish what their identity is, um, especially from an offensive standpoint because their offense is really bad. I, I think Seahawks defense defensively they're respectable, but Offensively, they just they have nothing to work with. Chargers beat the Steelers. This was one of the most exciting Sunday night football games uh, to watch, just because of the back and forth manner of things. You, whenever you play the Chargers, for the most part, you're gonna see that that high scoring up and down the field type of game. But the Steelers tried to match them. Touchdown for touchdown. I mean, they were going at it. This was a battle, um, but the Chargers won out a game that generally the Steelers sometimes find a way to pull out. But 
Chargers needed that win and they got it uh, to kind of like regain some footing because they were another team who was like, hey, look at the Chargers. Chargers looking good. And then they just just fell off a cliff for a minute. <laughs> so, um, you know, hopefully this this serves as a way for them to regain some footing and, and, and get some momentum back. Um, and then, of course, the Bucks on Monday night took care of the Giants. Um, it's, this one started out kind of shaky early for the Bucks, um, but they they settled down and they recognized, hey, you know what? We're playing the Giants. Let's <laughs> let's let's play some better football. So that that first half, the Giants were competitive um, and, and kind of causing problems for Tampa Bay. But then second half, it was all Tampa, uh, and this was a game where uh, the Bucks they they needed it to to kind of like stay stay in the in the discussion for a playoff team, and you know Brady needed it as well too because he hadn't had a necessarily great couple of games, and uh, this one he threw a pick, but outside of that, he was pretty solid and uh, spread the ball around. The, to me, it's not so much the offense that I'm that uh, concerns me about them, but it's their defense. I mean, their their defense is really suspect, and going forward, it that's what's going to to make or break that team is the defense because they're going to get on the board, they're going to score, um, but can they stop anybody? That's going to be the big thing. Hi, everybody. Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Picks for this week of NFL action. So I'm going Bears Lions. I'm going Bears just because they're a little better. Um, I mean, they're better than the Lions. Uh, it, it would be nice for the Lions to win here, but I don't see it happening. Um, we're going, we got Raiders Cowboys. That game. I'm going to go Cowboys because Cowboys need this win. Um, Raiders, they're, again, like I said before, they're in a tailspin, so they're not going to win that game. (laughs) So I'm going to go uh, Cowboys here. And it's at home in Jerry World on Thanksgiving. They'll they'll be up for that game. Uh, Bills against the Saints for the, uh, the, the night game. 
I'm going Bills again because they need it uh, more than the Saints do. I don't I don't see the Saints being able to make any noise at this point of the season, especially where they're at. Yeah, they're five and five, but I mean it's they're not in a good place as it relates to uh, the the hunt, and I, I don't see them being able to turn it around at this point. Bills need to show that they're that they're uh, still capable of threatening, uh, I guess, anyone in the playoffs, uh, and to see to see if they're caliber enough to even make the playoffs. So this is a huge win for them, especially since they have to play uh, the Patriots in the uh you know the like two times between like the end of November and, and December and throughout December. So they they really do have to to show and prove. So I'll I'll go Buffalo there. Um Steelers Bengals. This is another game where um it's a must win for both teams. It's a division game. Uh this week the the AFC North is on display big time because all of these games are, are division games. Uh, and I think both, both teams really need a win. I'm going to go Steelers just because I just feel like when it comes to must win games, they, they figure out a way to, uh, to, to eke them out. They have the ingenuity to beat Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is going to be tough and it's, it's in Cincinnati, so Steelers are going to have to go into a hostile territory uh, that believe that the Bengals will be up for that game, and it should be a lot of fun to watch. Bucks-Colts, this game, it could go either way. Um, I think both teams have a lot to offer. I think the Bucks need it more, though, um, not – not in the standpoint of of playoffs, because I still think they'll make the playoffs. But um, I just think they they need to have a good showing against Indianapolis in Indy to show that they're a team that's for real, that they're a threat still, um, and that they're that they're nothing to be messed with. Um, it's about sending a message and setting a tone. So if you're the Bucks. This is a game that you you want to win and you need to win. Uh, Panthers, Dolphins. This game is kind of more just about pride. It should still be a good one. Both teams are competitive, and so they'll they'll make it uh, interesting to watch. I'm gonna go uh, uh, Panthers on this one. So uh, that that's my pick there. I think. Uh, can't remember if I picked between the Bucks and the Colts. I'm going to go Bucks just because they need it. Titans, Patriots. Ooh, this is another one where it's like, man, it could go either way for so many different reasons. Um, I'm going to go Patriots just because of the fact that the Titans are weird. Um, they shouldn't have lost to Houston. And to me, that's really concerning. Um Tannehill can't fall apart like that. And if you're if you're falling apart like that against the Texans, I know Belichick saw that and probably saw some major weaknesses. So I'm gonna go Patriots on this one. Um just just because when it's in Gillette, Titans coming off a weird loss like that, Patriots coming off a good win, it it favors the Patriots. Eagles, Giants. 
good division good division matchup here. Um, Eagles need to win this game. I'm gonna go Eagles here. Uh, they need to win it because the the NFC East is starting to get a little chippy. Um, you've got the Cowboys. Cowboys aren't necessarily um, they they do have a lead, but it's not necessarily a big lead in that division. Um, and the Eagles. Eagles are frisky. I think if if they get to six and six, and the Cowboys drop another game, I think the people will be looking to the Eagles like, oh, here come the Eagles. They they might take this division. So, I they they really kind of need to win here to to keep their momentum going. If they lose to the Giants, I think that that kind of kills all their mystique, and you can say that the Eagles are done at this point. This is a a must win for them. Falcons Jags. This is one of the the this is a game where it's kind of like who cares? <laughs> um, because both teams aren't great. Falcons. I'm I'm going Falcons here because they should win. They're a lot better than the Jaguars. Um, but to to get blanked by the Patriots like that, they just showed no fight. Um, and at this point. You look at that team, and it's like, do you care? Um, ha- have you have you you lost your your desire to to play hard? And if they have a, a ugly showing against the Jags, that's that statement will be proven right here. Um, Jets Texans. This is another game where unless you're a Jets fan or a Texans fan you're you're the you're the only you're you're the only people that care about this matchup uh, <laughs> it's an ugly game uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Texans because for them to beat an eight and three like a, a eight and two team in the Titans with Tyrod there that gives them actually a little bit of uh competence so I'm gonna edge them out over the Jets, but seriously, it could go either way. Jets could beat them too. It's just, I for the that was impressive for the Texans to actually put the Titans in a situation where Tannehill throws four interceptions. They were doing something there that created that, and if they can do that against the Titans, they can do that against the Jets. Um, so yeah, both teams are two and eight. So. It's, it's it's gonna be interesting to see who can get their third win there. Chargers Broncos. I feel like this is a trap game because I want to go Chargers, but Broncos are tough, um, and it's a division matchup. So mm, I'm gonna go Chargers here because they need it more. Uh, Broncos they get a win here, but I still think that they have a a, a hill to climb to to actually have uh to to stay in the hunt. I'm gonna go Chargers here because they 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 need to stay in step with the Chiefs. And a loss here really hurts their um it hurts their chances and and it kills it, it stops a little bit of their momentum. I think the Chargers are a better team. Uh but the Broncos again they've been winning these games. It's like, man, how are they beating teams? But um they've got some tenaciousness, they've got some toughness and, and you know, they can put points on the board. Um again I'm gonna go Chargers, especially since the Chargers they they won a, a shootout against uh Pittsburgh. I th- I think they can take care of the Broncos. Rams Packers. This is another good one. Um 
must win for both teams here. I think it, Packers can can uh, can get into Arizona territory if they beat the Rams, and it's in Lambeau. It's probably going to be cold. Uh, Rams, their Cali team, I think uh, the the um, they're at a disadvantage uh, from a just from a weather standpoint coming into this game, and the Rams look are are a beatable team. Uh, they they they're seven and three, but I think that seven and three is flimsy, um, especially considering some of the teams that they've lost to. Packers are a good team, and they're they're a lock for the playoffs. Um, but and we might see this matchup again in the playoffs. Who knows? But I, I think this is going to be a major test for the Rams. I feel like the Rams need it more, uh, but I think the Packers are the better team and they'll win. Um, so that that's my pick here. Vikings 49ers. It's both teams are five and five. It's not probably a. This is a game where neither team by winning it isn't necessarily gonna gonna help them gain uh gain uh any headways towards getting into the playoffs. But it should be a competitive game. But it, it'll it'll be a game where if I could watch it I would. Um because both teams play hard, they're tenacious and it could be a shootout kind of situation. Uh, Jimmy G versus Kirk Cousins and they're in San Francisco, so you, you, weather wouldn't be too much of a factor. I, I'm I'm gonna go Vikings here just because I believe that they have a, a couple more weapons than San Francisco does. But it's gonna be a game. Sunday night football on NBC. It's this is definitely going to be an important game. Arguably, I'd say it's the game of the week. And why? Because we've got Browns, we've got Ravens in Baltimore. AFC North Division matchup. One of two between these two. They're gonna Browns are gonna have a bye week and then have to go play them again. This time they'll host them in Cleveland. But next time they'll host them in Cleveland. But this time, Sunday night football, prime time spot. My Browns are in the big time game. All the lights. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, Fashel Tafoya. We, 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 it's it's gonna be great. I'm 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 excited because watching the Browns over the years and and seeing all the 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 bad performances, it was rare that you got to see Cleveland in a spot where they play Sunday night football. I mean, they yeah they play on Monday night and Thursday night, um, but to me, this is the marquee the marquee slot. If you're an NFL, you know, uh, you know. Team, you you want to you want to be on Sunday night football. Um, this has got all the bells and whistles. You get all the background and and everybody's watching. It, it's it's the game you get up for. They build up to. So and I mean it's a meaningful game because both teams need this win, um, and both teams are contenders for the playoffs. Browns. 
almost at an outside contender, uh, you know, uh, status, but they're still contenders nonetheless. Ravens are definite contenders for the playoffs. Both teams are shaky. Both teams are shaky. Both teams are definitely beatable. Um, but both teams have weapons that they can that they can utilize um, and, and win with. Both teams have have uh, you know are coming off of of uh, of wins, albeit uh, skeptical, shaky. Probably shouldn't have won that game, but won it <laughs> type of performances. But it is going to be fun to to watch. I want my Browns to win this game um because again they they need it um I'm going to go Ravens here just because they they have the home field and I think Lamar is going to be back and he's going to come out with something to prove now the Browns can win this game because they have both of their running backs back. You've got Nick Chubb and you've got Kareem Hunt now. And I mean you got DeErnest as a backup if you need to. DeErnest is great. I like DeErnest. Um but when you look at the caliber of running backs that they have, he he's going to be the third stream because Kareem Hunt and and Nick Chubb are are a great one-two combination. And this also bodes well because if Baker decides to play, he's is going to take a lot of heat off of him. To me, the the most heat is going to be on the offensive line because they're going to have to block. They're going to have to 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 prove that they can protect Baker when he does have to to uh, to throw in and, and make some plays. You know, but that 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 line is going to be crucial to their success, uh, run blocking and pass protection. So to me, the key to the Ravens winning this game is going to be able to get pressure on Baker uh, and and close those gaps. To me, the the key for the Browns is to to prevent pressure and allow space for for Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb to eat, and for Baker to make some plays to have some time to make some plays. The reason why he's been hurt. It's because they can't protect him. He's been taking a lot of hits. I mean, he's he's not the biggest guy in the world. Yes, he's aggressive. Yes, he's got some fight in him. He's got some dog in him. You know, but at the same time, nobody's questioning that. Dude is just beat up because he doesn't have time. And then when he does have time, it's just he he hurts himself. And so that, that's the key for Baker. Don't make mistakes that hurt yourself and your team. Um, but... He he's got to get the ball out, but he he's got to make better decisions. But at the same time, that offensive line has has got to has got to give him time to make better decisions, especially considering his condition. And the defense, um, the Browns D, they they have to make sure that they get pressure on Baltimore because one of the one of the reasons why uh, the Ravens have uh, struggled in the past couple outings is because of the pressure um that has been on Lamar Jackson and he he's been he's been hit up he's been dealing with some nicked up been dealing with some injuries uh too so um it's just something where I mean he he was sick last week but he's he hadn't had necessarily a great go of it uh when the when the pass rush has been intense so if you're the Browns defense we need Clowney. We need 
uh, Garrett. We need the, those guys to to rush and eat, and we need the warden Denzel Ward to to make sure that the receivers are on lockdown. And if they can do that, they can win. I just because they're in Baltimore, I got to give the edge to the Ravens on this one. Um, but again, it's anybody's game. I think they're evenly matched um, from a talent standpoint. I just think this is a game where Lamar is going to try his best to have a showcase. And I'm not necessarily confident in our ability to contain him. And that that's where my concern lies. So, but it's going to be a great matchup. And again, I'm glad my, that my Browns are on a Sunday night football showcase. It's exciting. Monday night football, Seahawks going to Washington to play the Washington football team. Mm, this is a game that they probably could have flexed. <laughs> I'm like, this is a game that they probably could have flexed. Um, mainly because, like, I mean, a better matchup would have been Vikings Niners on on Monday Night Football. Or, or put Rams Packers there, or put Chargers Chargers Broncos there. You know, even Eagles Giants, Titans Patriots, like any one of those games, you could put there. And it would be more entertaining to watch than Seahawks Washington football team. I just I just think they blew it on that one. Um, but if I'm gonna pick, we're gonna go Washington uh, because Washington has got some wins against some some pretty good teams. So I'm I'm looking at them as being the better team um, now. If Russell Wilson figures out a way to win and, 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 and make something happen, then that'd be fascinating to, to watch. But it is, it's, it's going to be Washington's game to lose. And so that that's picks. It's going to be an exciting week 12. Um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what happens and uh, can't wait to hear everybody's everybody's picks. Can't wait to uh, to hear everybody's thoughts on these matchups. So I saw the Survivor Series and I liked it. I thought it was really good, really competitive. Um, and I'm good with with the results. I think that's that's the main thing. I'm I'm good with the results of uh, of who won and. I like that. I, I love the competitiveness. Now, like to me, the match that that stole the show was uh, Charlotte versus Becky. And I mean, the sad part is that there's real animosity there. I'm, I guess maybe it's real. It's, it's it's hard to know because you know, from my vantage point, I'm just a fan. You know, and when it comes to wrestling, it's really it's really hard to it is really hard to um i guess know what's real and uh what's not as it regards in regards to um you know just who's 
like is, is this real is it fake like well not fake but is it uh is it like a part of the story um but you just you don't know for real so i would say that that it's it's real and it's sad because both both uh both wrestlers are great um both wrestlers really um really have a lot to offer um and it's it's a shame that they they used to be cool uh but they're not cool i don't know the particulars of of what happened and that's none of my business <laughs> That's that's none of my business, and uh, but at the same time, you know it's it's sad that things didn't go like the the best for their friendship. But in terms of a match, their match was was great, and it went it, it went really well. And you they they really brought some aggression to to the uh to the show but they were still able to work and be professional and to me if you can have that level of beef between each other and still keep it uh from a professional standpoint still be able to work still be able to do business i think that's 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 key um because that's really what it's all about um so I'm uh I'm happy that they had a great match. Um another match that was good. I thought Reigns and, and, and Big E were great. Um I I wish there would have been a little bit more uh like a little bit more um I guess weird thing like I guess distractive things going on. I, I I hated to see Roman just beat Big E clean. Um but at the same time it's believable because I mean, you know, Roman has the advantage and and you want to showcase that Roman is better but at the same time it would have been nice to to have this like this the scene where it's like oh well Roman needed such and such to happen in order to beat a Biggie it's like yeah Biggie uh Biggie uh you know lost but he could have won if X, Y, and Z would have happened. So that that's what uh, I would have said there. Now, again, the 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 great thing was both guys got to show their their power. Um, you got to see the dominance of Roman Reigns, but you also got to see the fire of Big E. Like he had like this one moment where it was like, oh man, is he hulking up? Like it, it, it was exciting to see. Like, oh here we go. You know, go ahead, Big E. And it's great to see that added to his repertoire. That 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 fire up. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna and if he keeps that, I think that that's really gonna go big for him because he is built like that to where you could believe that, man, if that guy fires up, there's really nothing that you can do as long as he's in that zone uh, against him. He's just going to bulldoze over you and, and get the win. So it was great to see him actually his version of a Hulk up. Like, that was great. <laughs> and I I was good with with Bianca and um, – 
and Seth being the sole survivors. Um, I never, I never thought that that Seth was was going to lose to Jeff. But I mean, even there's no knock on Jeff. Jeff is you know great veteran, definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, he's he's a clear you know clear wrestling Hall of Famer already. Uh, just can't wait to see when he when he gets inducted. But I I never was. I never doubted Seth getting the victory on that one because he's, he's the man. Seth, Seth's awesome. He can do it all. He can do whatever you want him to do. Um, and Bianca, like, I think for Bianca, I was like, Oh, she can beat those. She can beat all three of them. Like, you know, she, she can win this, but I was a little less certain because it's like, man, like, the the odds were really against her. And you just kind of felt like, because it had Shayna there, she wasn't going to something was going to happen to where they could they could finally take her out but Bianca got that momentum and once she gets that momentum once she shows her strength she can take out all of those ladies like i mean it was it was great to see her pick up that win uh it was i just felt a little bit more trepidation with her <laughs> uh you know than with the others so that's that, um, you know, tag team match was great. And I thought RK bro, like they, for them to win the way they won, that was, that was beautiful. That was great. And I was, I was happy. Um, I, I just, I liked how the car went. I thought it was great. And, and the survivor series has, has always been one of my, uh, one of my favorite pay-per-views and, I'm looking forward to see what they do uh, with the next pay-per-view. It, they're not going to have a December pay-per-view. They're going to have a, a New Year's Day pay-per-view called Day One. So to me, that's cool. That's unique. Um, that's a nice change of pace there. So I'm excited to see what what comes of this uh, from a like starting something new, starting a new tradition uh, from a pay-per-view standpoint. And I hope it's unique in terms of what it, what it offers in terms of what it, like the, the type of matches and that it, that it produces and just like, I want to see what, like, I want to see what happens in terms of like some of the stipulations or what does this mean? Like this is going to be cool. So that's that. Um, Survivor Series is great, and you also had a we had a boxing match uh, between Terrence uh, uh, Crawford and uh, and Sean Porter. Great fight, great fight. I mean, it was it was definitely one of the fights of the year. Um, I had a feeling that that uh, that Crawford was going to win because he's just he's the better boxer, um, and. He he's the most skilled. The thing with with Porter is Porter is gonna make it a scrap because he just has such a physical style. Um, but from a technical standpoint, it was it was gonna be you know edge to Crawford. And when he started to to pull away, his dad pulled the plug uh, because Porter got knocked down twice, and because of the the dangerous. Um, the the danger of being in in the ring with the fighter of Port of uh, Crawford skills, he can finish a match and he can he can make you a meme in a minute. So 
I think his dad saw, you know, was was reading things and and he 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 pulled the club. So some people feel like he he did it prematurely and that really wasn't wasn't cool because hey man, let let him go out on the sword. Let him let him see if he can turn the fight around. But health is first. And in a surprising move, that was Porter's last fight. So it was it was a he's got a great career. Um it was great to see him box. Um but good win for, for Crawford and to me the next match for Crawford needs to be a big fight. Because he's worthy of it. Everybody wants to see him and Spence go at it. I want to see it. But there are other fights that he can get to um that can that can really put him in in rare air. And, and really give him the clout that he deserves. But I also feel like he's got to get more active. Um, he's got to have more fights more often so that people see him so they can, uh, you know, look forward to the next time he gets in the ring. So that was that. And I guess finally there was a fight. Uh, well, there was a there was an incident in, in L.A. where, um, well, actually in Detroit, where, Lakers playing Detroit and LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart are battling for position on a rebound. Uh, Brian Brian catches him across the eye with the with the uh, with the with his fist, and there's speculation. Oh, did he mean to do that? You know, did he not mean to do that? Oh, LeBron's dirty, and and I mean Stewart was was trying to go at him, you know, and he was bulldozing over people and tried to tried to fight him and there was this talk of oh you know this is some people are like oh LeBron is you know is this he's dirty he's that my take on it is I I I tend to to go along with um I guess those are like Jalen uh Jalen Rose what he would say I would probably go be in their camp as it relates to just the take on it. I, it's it's a physical game, you know, especially when you're down low, you're fighting for position. I just think it was guys got heated and and LeBron, he didn't mean to do it, but he just it was a reflex on his on his mode. It, it wasn't any malice towards uh Isaiah Stewart, but it was just about kind of like, "Hey man, you know." But it wasn't anything that I would say, "Oh, he just wanted to just hurt him." Cause that's not that's not LeBron James, but Stewart when he saw that blood, he's like, oh, I want to see some blood on you too, LeBron. It's, it's your turn, and so he wanted to get back. I think that's what that was. He didn't want to, you know, he wanted to to look like no punk. He, you know, he wanted to to get some retribution for the pain that he was caused. Um, I don't know if they've if they've squashed it. You know, it would be nice if they did squash it. Hopefully, everything's cool. Uh, but at the same time, both guys got suspended. I think the. I don't think that Isaiah Stewart should have got suspended for two, and LeBron for one. I think both of them should just got one game. Um, but I understand why they gave Isaiah Stewart two because he was constantly trying to go at LeBron. And he was he ran over people like <laughs> he he 
in his quest to get at LeBron, he knocked other people down that could have hurt other people. So that's why I think they gave him the extra game because of how he how he acted. If it was just, oh man, I'm hurt and and, and but I'm gonna be cool and just let people attend to me. I think Brian just would have got flagrant one, a flagrant two ejected and suspended for a game. And I don't think Stewart gets anything. Um, but because of how he responded and, and trying to run back and continually try to make, uh, you know, create an opportunity to get back at LeBron, I think that that's what caused him to have that that extra game. So that's that. And uh, that's DLS Central. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy family. Enjoy friends. Let me know what you think. You know, let me know what you think on all these topics I talked about. And, uh, hey, looking forward to the next time I put forth the podcast. Going to look forward to talking more fo- more football, more basketball, uh, more sports in general. Uh, we also got a, another a big-time game coming up this Saturday, Ohio State versus Michigan. The game is not just a game is the game is the rivalry, um, the most the most uh, famous of all college football rivalries um, and the most intense is the Buckeyes versus the Wolverines. You know who I got to go with. I got to go with the Buckeyes because, you know, I live out there. So don't go there. <laughs> that's where I'm from. So that's where we going with. We going Buckeyes. All right. Take care. Peace out. God bless. So I saw the Survivor Series and I liked it. I thought it was really good, really competitive. Um, and I'm good with with the results. I think that's that's the main thing. I'm I'm good with the results of uh of who won and I liked that. I love the competitiveness. Now, like to me, the match that that stole the show was uh, Charlotte versus Becky. And I mean, the sad part is that there's real animosity there. I'm, I guess maybe it's real. It's, it's it's hard to know because you know, from my vantage point, I'm just a fan. You know, and when it comes to wrestling, it's really. It's really hard to. It is really hard to, um, I guess, know what's real, and uh, what's not, as it regards in regards to, um, you know, just who's, like, is this real? Is it fake? Like, well, not fake, but is it? Uh, is it like a part of the story? Um, but you just you don't know. For real, so I would say that that it's it's real, and it's sad because both both uh both wrestlers are great. Um, both wrestlers really um really have a lot to offer. Um, and it's it's a shame that they they used to be cool. Uh, but they're not cool. I don't know the particulars of of what happened, and that's none of my business. <laughs> that's that's none of my business. And uh, but at the same time, 
you know, it's it's sad that things didn't go like the the best for their friendship. But in terms of a match, their match was was great. And it went it, it went really well and you they they really brought some aggression to to the uh to the show but they were still able to work and be professional and to me if you can have that level of beef between each other and still keep it uh from a professional standpoint still be able to work still be able to do business i think that's 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 key um because that's really what it's all about um so i'm uh i'm happy that they had a great match um, another match that was good. I thought Reigns and, and, and Big E were great. Um, I, I wish there would have been a little bit more, uh, like a little bit more, um, I guess weird thing, like, I guess distractive things going on. I, I, I hated to see Roman just beat Big E clean. Um, but at the same time, it's believable because I mean, you know, Roman, has the advantage and and you want to showcase that Roman is better, but at the same time, it would have been nice to to have this like this this scene where it's like, oh well, Roman needed such and such to happen in order to beat a Biggie. It's like, yeah, Biggie, uh, Biggie, uh, you know, lost, but. He could have won if X, Y, and Z would have happened. So that that's what uh, I would have said there. Now, again, the 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 great thing was both guys got to show their their power. Um, you got to see the dominance of Roman Reigns, but you also got to see the fire of Big E. Like he had like this one moment where it was like, oh man, is he hulking up? Like it, it, it was exciting to see. Like, oh here we go. You know, go ahead, Big E. And it's great to see that added to his repertoire. That 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 fire up I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna and if he keeps that, I think that that's really gonna go big for him because he is built like that to where you could believe that, man, if that guy fires up, there's really nothing that you can do as long as he's in that zone uh, against him. He's just going to bulldoze over you and, and get the win. So it was great to see him actually his version of a Hulk up. Like, that was great. <laughs> and I I was good with, with Bianca and um, – and Seth being the sole survivors, um, I never, I never thought that that Seth was was going to lose to Jeff. But I mean, even there's no knock on Jeff. Jeff is you know great veteran, definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, he's he's a clear you know clear wrestling Hall of Famer already. Uh, just can't wait to see when he when he gets inducted. But I I never was. I never doubted Seth getting the victory on that one because he's he's the man. Seth, Seth's awesome. He can do it all. He can do whatever you want him to do. Um, and Bianca, like, I think for Bianca, I was like, oh, she can beat those. She can beat all three of them. Like, you know, she she can win this. But I was a little less certain because it's like, man, like, 
the the odds were really against her and you just kind of felt like because it had Shayna there she wasn't going to something was going to happen to where they could they could finally take her out but Bianca got that momentum and once she gets that momentum once she shows her strength she can take out all of those ladies like I mean it was it was great to see her pick up that win uh it was I just felt a little bit more trepidation with her, <laughs> uh, you know, than with the others. So that's that. Um, you know, tag team match was great. And I thought RK Bro, like they, for them to win the way they won, that was, that was beautiful. That was great. And I was, I was happy. Um, I, I just, I liked how the car went. I thought it was great. And, and the Survivor Series has has always been one of my uh, one of my favorite pay per views, and I'm looking forward to see what they do uh, with the next pay per view. It they're not going to have a December pay per view. They're going to have a a New Year's Day pay per view called Day One. So to me, that's cool. That's unique. Um, that's a nice change of pace there. So I'm excited to see what what comes of this. Uh, from a like starting something new, starting a new tradition uh, from a pay-per-view standpoint. And I hope it's unique in terms of what it what it offers in terms of what it like the, the type of matches and it, that it that it produces. And just like I want to see what. Like I want to see what happens in terms of like some of the stipulations or what does this mean? Like this is going to be cool. So that's that. Um, Survivor Series is great, and you also had a we had a boxing match between uh, uh, Terrence Crawford and uh, and Sean Porter. Great fight. Great fight. I mean, it was it was definitely one of the fights of the year. Um, I had a feeling that that uh that Crawford was going to win because he's just he's the better boxer. Um and he he's the most skilled. The thing with with Porter is Porter is going to make it a scrap because he just has such a physical style. Um but from a technical standpoint it was it was going to be, you know, edge to Crawford and when he started to to pull away his dad pulled the plug uh, because Porter got knocked down twice. And because of the, the dangerous, um, the, the danger of being in, in the ring with the fighter of Porter of uh, Crawford skills, he can finish a match and he can, he can make you a meme in a minute. So I think his dad saw, you know, was, was reading things and, and he, he he pulled the club. So some people feel like he he did it prematurely, and that really wasn't wasn't cool. Because hey, man, let let him go out on the sword. Let him let him see if he can turn the fight around. But health is first, and in a surprising move, that was Porter's last fight. So it was it was a he's got a great career. Um, it was great to see him box. Um, but good win for for Crawford, and to me, the next match for Crawford needs to be a big fight because he's worthy of it. 
Everybody wants to see him and Spence go at it. I want to see it. But there are other fights that he can get to um, that can that can really put him in in rare air and, and really give him the clout that he deserves. But I also feel like he's got to get more active. Um, he's got to have more fights more often so that people see him so they can uh, you know look forward to the next time he gets in the ring. So that was that. And. I guess finally there was a fight. Uh, well, there was a there was an incident in in L.A. where, um, well, actually in Detroit, where Lakers playing Detroit and LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart are battling for position on a rebound. Uh, Brian Brian catches him across the eye with the with the uh, with the with his fist. And there's speculation, oh, did he mean to do that? You know, did he not mean to do that? Oh, LeBron's dirty. And, and I mean, Stewart was was trying to go at him, you know, and he was bulldozing over people and tried to, tried to fight him. And there was this talk of, oh, you know, this is – some people are like, oh, LeBron is, you know, is this. He's dirty. He's that. My take on it is I'm – I, I I tend to to go along with um I guess those are like Jalen uh, Jalen Rose what he would say I would probably go be in their camp as it relates to just the take on it I, it's it's a physical game you know especially when you're down low you're fighting for position I just think it was guys got heated and and LeBron he didn't mean to do it but he just it was a reflex on his on his mode it, it wasn't any malice towards uh Isaiah Stewart but it was just about kind of like hey man you know but it wasn't anything that I would say oh he just wanted to just hurt him because that's not that's not LeBron James but Stewart when he saw that blood he's like oh I want to see some blood on you too LeBron it's your turn and so he wanted to get back I think that's what that was. He didn't want to, you know, he wanted to to look like no punk. He, you know, he wanted to to get some retribution for the pain that he was caused. Um, I don't know if they've if they've squashed it. You know, it would be nice if they did squash it. Hopefully, everything's cool. Uh, but at the same time, both guys got suspended. I think the. I don't think that. Isaiah Stewart should have got suspended for two. And LeBron, for one, I think both of them should have just got one game. Um, but I understand why they gave Isaiah Stewart two because he was constantly trying to go at LeBron and he was he ran over people. Like, <laughs> he, he in his quest to get at LeBron, he knocked other people down and could have hurt other people. So, that's why I think they gave him the extra game because of how he how he acted. If it was just, oh man, I'm hurt and and, and but I'm gonna be cool and just let people attend to me, I think Brian just would have got flagrant one a flagrant two ejected and suspended for a game. And I don't think Stewart gets anything. Um but because of how he responded and trying to run back and continually try to make, uh, you know, create an opportunity to get back at LeBron. I think that that's what caused him to have that, that extra game. So that's that. And uh, that's DLS central happy Thanksgiving. 
Enjoy family, enjoy friends. Let me know what you think. You know, let me know what you think on all these topics that I talked about. And uh, hey, looking forward to the next time I put forth the podcast. Gonna look forward to talking more, fo- more football, more basketball, uh, more sports in general. Uh, we also got a, another a big time game coming up this Saturday: Ohio State versus Michigan. The game is not just. A game is the game is the rivalry, um, the most the most uh, famous of all college football rivalries um, and the most intense is the Buckeyes versus the Wolverines. You know who I got to go with. I got to go with the Buckeyes because, you know, I live out there. So don't go there. (laughs) That's where I'm from. So that's where we going with. We going Buckeyes. All right. Take care. Peace out. God bless. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way.